In a world where knowledge is power, listen to industry-leading experts discuss the future of digital currency. Welcome to the Crypto Untangled podcast. Learn the ins and outs of cryptocurrency and blockchain and take your wealth to the next level. Now, here is your host, Dr. Budib. Mike, welcome to this episode of Crypto Untangled. It's a pleasure to have you in here. As Thank you. It's a pleasure week, to speak right? with you. So the community is interested to know more about the Dust project and its magical, basically, mining bot. And before knowing more about Dust and the bot, I would like to know more about you, if possible. How were you involved with IOS project? How did you get involved in the Dust project? And how was the project idea conceived? So... Um... Well, I guess, first of all, like I started in crypto in 2017. So that was like sort of at the top, like 20K, like, like probably, you know, investing wise, maybe the worst possible time to get involved. Right. And so I started kind of buying crypto there. And then I learned really fast that like in bear markets, when you buy tops, then you lose money. Right. So I kind of started to learn how to trade and then that kind of took its toll on me because trading's really hard yeah. and but i'm still like i still trade a lot and the bear market taught me tons right but i think because of the way things were it was easier for me to like start getting involved in projects and stuff so i got involved in eos pretty early like this was uh well not super early but pre-genesis anyways okay which is anyways. So early I was able to kind of, yeah, yeah. Like June, 2018, I think it was, mm-hmm. was Genesis. And so that kind of taught me a lot about USIO and, and sort of the basics. And like, we were kind of the, the founding fathers of, of users of USIO, right? Uh, on the EOS chain. And since it's co- expanded quite a bit, like there's, I don't know, 10 or 12, forks now or probably like even more but like i think popular ones at least anyways right which of course wax is one of yeah so that kind of gave me a base like a foundation in usio and and like an understanding of of what it could do and how powerful it was especially for dApps right like dApps is like a huge thing with usio because of the transfer fees and and like the resource issues and all that kind of stuff. Right. And it's super fast, which is something that you need for exactly to be able to actually use the network. Right. And like trade and fees and that kind of stuff. Right. So yeah, it's been, it's been interesting to, to get involved with all these different projects. Like I kind of started with uh, tribe and that was sort of a big learning experience for me. Like sort of my first uh, project that I really got involved with heavily. And I was the editor for them, uh, like uh, initially, and then sort of as the team grow, uh, grew, I became the lead editor slash like manager for the editing team, essentially. Then uh, at one point I was working a lot and I just didn't have time for crypto. Uh, kind of went back to the day gig and sort of had to grind, grind up some windows and do the, you know, make, make your money thing, right? Um, cause there wasn't like a ton of pay in, in tribe or anything like, 
it, it was good enough, but bear markets kind of... It was pretty tough. A lot and, of projects, yeah, it damaged a yeah. lot. So I ended up leaving Tribe and um, in the meantime, like I kind of got involved with Wax fairly early, like before they went to mainnet. And my thing was like, I was like, wow, this is an EOSIO chain. They're making money already. Like they're actually have income through OP skins at the time. Okay. Right. And the price is so ridiculously low, like especially compared to EOS, which was still, I think, even like five or six bucks or seven bucks at the time. I mean, it's gone up quite a bit now, but wax was like three cents or something. So it just made sense to me. You know, it was just kind of like, wow, like, of course, I want to get involved with this chain. Yeah. And then and then the whole NFT thing and everything and, and OP skins was like sort of one of the founding fathers of digital items, like as far as like trading and selling and mm -hmm. stuff goes and so that's kind of evolved into this market that this nft market that we have now which is like crazy. incredible like the yeah. past year has been since garbage pail kids launched has been absolutely insane right so i've kind of been in wax like involved with wax essentially since the beginning of this chain as well and i was in, was a not super early investor but pretty Good timing, actually, on Wax. Thank God for once. And <laughs> I think I spent most of my Wax here and there on uh, some NFTs, and I threw on so many NFTs that went up to be blacklisted collections. So I lost oh, quite a lot. No. But it's okay. It's okay. Yeah, you get. To yeah, learn. I definitely spent a lot of Wax on NFTs as well, for sure. Like I could, I could have a lot more Wax, but I kind of like my NFTs and. So luckily I have what's called uh, GBM mm -hmm. uh, coins, which are like the original. So the deal was, is like that when we moved over our tokens from uh, Ethereum, that there was like a staking program where if you stake them for three years, then they essentially would double your coins over those three yeah. years. So it's been really hard for me to ever touch that, right? Like I just... Just leave it alone. Your... It's just kind of an investment. And, and like, it's good because then I have resources on the network and stuff too, right? Which is awesome. So, if you are stuck in it, it's, passive it's like my last, like, if I trade everything else away, I still have my wax, you know? But uh, yeah, so yeah, like, I, I love wax and it's been an amazing sort of come up. Like, I got involved with GPK pretty quick. I, I did buy a couple packs, like, initially, but I didn't really expect, like, what it was going to become. Like, so I started buying a lot on secondary after the fact. And that was kind of one of the things that like drove that market, like me and a bunch of other guys that like realized like we were a little bit late to the party and we started just buying everything up on secondary, right? And then so from that, like I kind of had some experience in NFTs and like I, I created my own NFTs on OpiSkins, like from back in the day, like when when they first allowed us to start doing it, right? Just just to okay. play with. Because I'm also a photographer and I really like shooting photos. So I have a lot of really dope photos that I wanted to display on blockchain. So that was kind of one of my first initial forays into like making NFTs. And then I met Kurt, like I've I'd seen him around because Kurt was like a god in the EOSIO ecosystem, essentially. Like everybody knows who he is. He's done so many projects. He's He's pushed like EOSIOs forward like leaps and bounds on many occasions and continues to do so on a daily basis. And he was a really good friend of uh, a really good friend of mine, uh, Matt. I don't know if you remember a guy named Costa Crypto, but um, 
Anyways, I can't I recall. Maybe by, by seeing the face or something, most likely. Yeah. But uh, to come straight like this, it will be a bit. <laughs> it is, it's yeah, a yeah. Bit. But um, so Matt introduced me to Kurt, and we hit it off. And then he was kind of like, "Hey, I have this idea." And so it was kind of like one of the first days of Nifty Wizards too. And they they just started the room, and so I got involved. And it was kind of like the first like first couple of days of Nifty Wizards was like literally just us in like two rooms, and we're talking about like what we could do with all this crazy text based NFT stuff, and like how far we could take it. And for me, it was just kind of like, yeah, like let's see where this goes, kind of thing, you know. And and experimental. Like yeah, and I think I didn't, you know, it seemed like something that you're just like, wow, like this seems like it's going to be huge, but at the same time, like, can we pull it off, you know? So I think the moment for me, like when Nifty Wizards really like was just like a wow moment was when Kurt forged me an item in Telegram. So like, he literally sent me a key or something. Okay. I think it was a knife or something. And he sent me a knife via telegram like with a text command and that just blew my mind because it was like okay like you just hooked up telegram to the wax blockchain and now we can facilitate all yeah. these cool things through telegram so this is like actually like okay like i'm starting to get where you're going with this now right and i mean if you could hook it to telegram then you can hook it to any other chat app you can hook it to whatever you know what i mean like as long as you're able to use that api like as long as you figure out the solution for it or whatever then pretty much just like you could take and those then, NFTs and then it came platform. out the idea of dust yeah so dust essentially was like kurt wanted a, an in-game currency for nifty wizards originally okay. right and he had already like implemented uh what we call chat mining in yeah. Morty's. I don't know if you're familiar with Morty's, Not but really. Morty's was kind of the original chat mining. So like if you went into the Morty's group and you sync your wallet, but it wasn't through Telegram, it was like an app or something, I think. And so you would go in and you would sign your TX. You would be able to chat in Telegram and earn Morty's essentially, right? So Dust was just like kind of an extension of that that he took to the next level, essentially, right? So he was saying like, okay, well, let's distribute coins to anybody who chats in these rooms that are Dust enabled, right? And then they can use them to buy NFTs for our game. And then that way, like there's a way for people to, like besides all the quests that we do and everything, um, there's a way for people to earn crypto essentially with little to no startup because all you need is a WCW, which is like an email and a freaking password, right? Yeah. And, and you're mining dust. And so you're earning crypto, which is then actually worth money, right? And sure. you can participate in the ecosystem without necessarily having to lay out a bunch of funds that you're like not ready to do yet, or you don't have them in the first place, right? So it's really the, the play to earn philosophy that we kind of have. And so we're essentially just trying to incentivize like every message in so, the entire world. Okay. So can you tell us in a bit like simplified way, how does the bot or the magic bot work? <laughs> Well, essentially it just listens, right? So it's just it's just listening for like a certain action in a certain room that it's allowed to be in. And if that action is triggered, then it sends it's basically it sends zero one. Message goes, 
record one, tuck, send a dust yeah, token. As simple really as that. And, and that's kind of the, the thesis behind most of our bots is they just listen to actions on chain, right? And that's why, that's how we can be chain agnostic because we can just plug that into any chain, True. right? It doesn't need to be wax. It doesn't need to be like, and, and so then we can do stuff on all sorts of different platforms too, right? Which are kind of like, and, and that's kind of our thing. Like we don't necessarily want to be stuck in one place. We want to be able to incentivize different systems, but at the but same would time, they be like, fungible, let's say, <laughs> the same? So the dust that would be mined on Wax would be the same that would be mined on Binance Smart Chain or Ethereum Chain or whatever, Tron maybe? I don't know. I think that the, the way that we're kind of thinking about going with this is that we want to um, use the escrow contract. Okay. And so um, we want to be, allow people to transfer value to kind of wherever they want to transfer it to. And like, ideally we would be mining on some other chains too, but it's got to make sense financially. Like we're not going to pay a bunch of gas fees and stuff to send people some dust tokens. Like if that's the case, then we'll, we'll mine it somewhere like wax or somewhere where yeah. it makes sense with resources and like all that kind of stuff so that we're not costing ourselves a bunch of money and like, re like reducing our potential in the long run as well right so but we definitely want to be able to transfer value and like and i'm pretty damn sure that we don't want to like mess with the circulation or anything or, or add coins on another chain or anything like that like we want to and, and that's all very possible like right now like for example like you can move any fungible token from wax to both bsc and ethereum Right, because Alien Worlds has the other dot worlds kind of swap or whatever bridge. Yeah. It's so essentially what it is is it's an escrow contract, right? So you put those assets in escrow on chain and then they go live on another chain. And then when they want to get returned, then they come back and then those original fungible tokens come out of escrow, essentially. It's how it works. Okay, that's great. Yeah. Uh I got few questions as my community was super excited about you being our guest. Yes. So I piled them in a paper. So I'll be reading from a paper as they came pretty much 10 minutes before you came. I picked few of them and put them in my paper to read them for you. And I would like you to answer them if possible. Awesome. So one of my guys or one of the community guys said, Dust mining is a revolutionary idea on a fast-growing platform for a crypto and NFT enthusiast that is supposed to accelerate cryptocurrency adoption, especially when targeting large Telegram groups, which will eventually generate stronger community and ultimately a stronger project. So one question that comes to mind is, is anybody able to be, or so anyone is able to be a dust operator? If so or not, what are the criteria? So essentially, like anyone can run their own dust mine. Um, the only criteria that we have are that you have to meet uh, the current sticking requirements. So, and that and that moves around depending on the price and availability of dust. Uh, right now, it's currently sitting at 200k as a stake. And so, essentially, what that means is that you buy 200k worth of dust and you stake it to us, but you still keep that value, right? And then we allow you to mine on top of that stake, essentially, right? So, our main thing now, and one of the things that we've been implementing 
interesting lately is that we're looking at groups and vetting them because what we're finding is that there's a lot of groups that apply that don't really chat or they kind of just have bots or it's just kind of spammy like it's a bunch of short messages or something mm -hmm. and so we're we want to apply some kind of quality filter to the applications and so it's kind of at this moment it's kind of up to me to decide that. And I consult with the rest of the team as well to kind of get a base idea of uh, what they think. And, and so that's kind of how we make decisions around mine approval. Mm -hmm. But in the future, we really want to have that. So it's kind of a systematic thing. And because we realize that it's not sustainable for us to police the whole ecosystem. And so we want to have it so that essentially you're not incentivized for short messages and low quality messages, right? Um, so that is one of the things that's that are on the roadmap to kind of um, help us manage dust a little bit better uh, without having some of the massive influx that we've had problems yeah. and stuff yeah. with and 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 like the, the true key to that is moderation. So that's another thing we like. We want the owner to be the one of the group to be the one to apply because we want them to be interested and we want them to be aligned with a sort of dust in, in our ideals. And, and so we don't want somebody that just comes on board and, and they just want to sell all their coins all the time, right? It's like we kind of want somebody who wants to participate in the, in the community and contribute. And so we don't want, you, you know, so I think we are um, trying our best and I have a army of admins all over my telegram group <laughs> yeah no you guys are great like in your quality is high so that's Thank definitely you. awesome and and i know ali uh one of our devs enjoys spending time in there so i think he's enjoying our company and we are enjoying his too so <laughs> that's great the second question is so besides buying nfts and participating in auctions what are dust token other utilities and how do you intend to increase the value as long as the people are mining it for free essentially like we just did a halving so we cut all the dust distributions in half and that was in line with the fact that we looked at supply and we looked at what we were mining and we we decided that it wasn't sustainable so we cut everything in half um so that helps uh with the value you know there's less coins going up yeah. into the market now so people that already have a bunch of coins are kind of happy about that right because it's, it was easier to get and now it's not as, at the early time yeah for sure another thing that we're doing is we want to start incentivizing people to use dust to burn so we're going to probably have like potions and stuff for nifty wizards and other sorts of blends where if you blend something then it'll cost you like a burn fee okay. with dust and we also want to use it for our rewards pool so we're going to have a function where people can get rewarded with nfts and we're going to mix it in there somehow I i'm not sure if we're going to have a payment or what that's going to entail uh, but there's definitely a few different options that we've been thinking of to try and and, and i think the main one another one is we're going to switch algorithmic mining okay. so we're going to uh, reward people that have more stake in the system and so the more you stuck uh, the more you reduce earn. amounts for people that have little to none so stacking will be something rewarding in the future 
Yeah, for sure. That's definitely in the, in the game plan, for sure. So one additional question. What are the team next steps to spread Dust adoption and reach the largest possible number of people? And assuming that Dust community went parabolic, do you or are you able to cover the necessary resources to maintain the project? So uh, the next steps are pretty much, I think, Discord is our big goal. Um, and that's actually in, in our uh, Wax Labs proposal as well. So once we hit Discord, then we can kind of hit start hitting other social media platforms. And that's really going to open up our potential for engagement, right? Because there'll be a lot of new users that can... Yeah and be opened up to those platforms. As far as maintaining it, the Dust Enhancers uh, program has been doing amazing. Um, people still seem to really like them. And so we take those funds and we put everything back into Dust. So it all goes to paying all of our bills to maintain resources and for staff and all those kind of things. None of it's going in, in Minor Kurt's pocket. Those are the kind of things that we've been doing to try and make sure that the project is sustainable. Awesome. You spoke about Ali, so we got an information from Ali about Discord and about Twitter as well, about integrating the magic box in Twitter. So any time frame on when that would happen and how would it be like when you tweet or when you send a post? So you tweet or it's comment on a post. And the other part is, would a media earn you more or they are alike? So I think a lot of those are questions like, especially the Twitter questions that we just haven't addressed yet. But I would think that we want to incentivize any post, ideally, as long as it's a quality post. Okay. Um, so that would kind of give you an idea of what our uh, line of thinking would be on that. Um, as far as timeline, we are incentivized to get it done because it is uh, one of our Wax Lab proposal key items, okay. as I stated before. So we actually get paid for that. So we are definitely incentivized to get that done. And it's one of the things, it's actually one of our top priority lists at the moment. So, so Q2, Q3, most likely? I mean, I think Curdy would like to see it next week, but we'll see how that goes, right? <laughs> so, but, but we're definitely incentivized to get it done okay. as soon as possible. And then sure. how would you integrate it? Would it be in accounts, basically? Or how will it be done? So who would be the operator at that point? See, that's a really good question. So the answer is that, I don't know, maybe we just incentivize individual users okay. instead of having the operator system because we don't have groups, right? Yeah, there's no um, groups in Twitter, yeah. Yeah, okay. but I mean, maybe Facebook or something, like there's groups there, right? So we could have yeah. operators there. It would be great, I would add my Discord, there. right? We could have operators there. Like, but the, the essentially the goal is to be able to incentivize everyone. Okay. Right. So enabling anybody to earn free token when they send good quality messages or something. It's something, yeah. wasn't it something like a close to voice from iOS, but in a different yeah. way? Voice is similar, but you have to like, well, it's not. Yeah. So voice, you have to pay to like voice your mm -hmm. opinion over other people essentially, but you do also earn tokens for posting as well. And you... The, I think the main way that you earn tokens on voice is that when somebody else, it's like king of the castle, right? So when someone else jumps on top of you, essentially, like they pay you to do for that privilege or whatever, right? 
It's close yeah. to Steam. I, I never went to Voice. I got the invitation, but I did not register as I did not have much time and I did not want to read much to get involved. So I was like, I don't really have time to keep posting super high quality messages or uh, posts. So yeah. yeah. So one final question from our guys was, can you name few strong partners that are there to support Dust Roadmap or its success? And how would they do that? Uh, well, we're partners with um, uh, all of our minds who are participating in the energy enhancer system. And some of the big ones there are the horrors, all the other like um, ZB cats. And there's a couple of other sort of bigger name groups that have done them as well. We're, we're hoping that alien worlds is going to be one at some point. And as far as other partners like strategic partners go there are kind of some things in the background but i there's nothing that i can talk about yet no problem um, and we also have a proposal out for wax and we talked to them um, and they seem amenable to it um, they just want us to get uh, finish our um, collectible op proposal first essentially so those are kind of the things that we're trying to do so that we can make that partnership with dust grow too awesome sure. so as we are nearing the end of our talk i would like just to know a little bit about the nifty wizard game that is running recently can you just tell us a little bit about it how does it operate and how can people earn i think it was dust or weed or i did not have much time to follow so how does it work well, I mean, with Nifty Wizards, you can earn dust, you can earn uh, NFTs, you can you can earn all sorts of different NFTs between screen, you know, key, scroll, weed, like gold, silver, all sorts. I of saw cool that stuff. there were like the ultimate goal would be receiving an enhancer or something like this. If I am not wrong, or I heard I think, something. Uh, like this. We we've been doing enhancer giveaways for each new enhancer to mm -hmm. kind of try and uh, boost our engagement on Twitter. And so that's been going really well and people seem to really like those for sure. But Nifty Wizards essentially is like a role-playing game, right? So it's a text-based role-playing game in Telegram. So we ask you to do various tasks, a lot of which include social media sharing so that you can essentially earn free items that allow you to progress in the game. And each item that you earn typically, not always, but typically has a room associated with it that that item essentially allows you to be in or use the bots in that room or whatever the case may be, right? So for example, like when you start, we'll ask you to share one of our beginner introductory posts and that will allow you to earn a key, which will then allow you to go to key holders, which is essentially the next step is your next room where you can perform another task uh, where you can earn a scroll, which will allow you to then go to quests. And then we have a whole plethora of quests that you can complete. So the more you complete, um, the more you earn and the higher you rank. The more items you earn, the more things that open up, the more things are accessible to you and you can kind of keep going further along in the game. And at some point, you know, a lot of people do invest in items because we have a lot of um, higher end items that we don't have quests to earn yet, but there are a lot of cool privileges that go along with them. Like, so say uh, dice, for example, you get to go in the dice room and you can roll dice um, and that'll earn you dust every time you roll, right? 
So you can get between one and nine dust essentially for each roll. And then there's loot box, which you, you buy a loot box and then you're able to go into the loot box room and you're able to open the loot box. We have it on like a five minute timer just so that people don't spam it. Okay. And that will allow you to earn weed or beer or a raven, or there's a couple of other items in there. And I think we're going to switch. I heard that the ultimate and, goal would be becoming a wizard or joining the wizard themselves is that true well so yeah so the thing is is that like people who stick around you know we want them to be more involved in the ecosystem right and we're trying to we're always trying to grow our team so you know people who uh participate and help others and stuff then we'll we'll give them forge powers and so they can actually forge items for people and help people and then ultimately like most of our staff members have come into the staff room because they've been helping out that's essentially it and and they've been a huge force the staff has been amazing like 50 wizards wouldn't be what it is today if it weren't for those guys for sure and and so and and it's community guiding community right which is amazing and we try and give those guys as many perks as we can as well you know along the way so everyone's tries i mean there's always stuff right but the goal is to sort of incentivize everyone to play right and Yeah, we love it. Like we're just building out battles now some more. So uh, we just got a cloak. So now you can hide yourself in battle. And so there's all sorts of cool new functionalities coming That's for battle. Cool. Each time it's adding stuff. So it's keeping more and more uh, demand. That's cool. I'm trying also yeah, to... We just have continuous, like like every NFT essentially will have fun. Function for Nifty Wizards is the goal. But it's very nice. I'm trying to use Dust mainly for the sale of my NFTs, trying to also reward my community with mainly mm-hmm. Dust, basically for the people that are engaging or the people that are helping the other people to join. In my case, I just want to spread as much as possible knowledge and allow people to earn Dust. But the people that are allowed to stay in my group are those that share the same love to share or to support or to help or spread the knowledge and those are the ones that are staying and those are the ones that are rewarded the ones that write articles are also rewarded we have artists that are joining so it's pretty much starting and it's uh, it's getting a bit busy but it's lovely i i really like it and i really appreciate the opportunity to join the family because it's helping to spread knowledge all over lebanon basically and hopefully well, we'll we reach the whole mena region sooner or we, later. we appreciate you guys like joining us and it's always nice to have, have people from all over the world and like especially people who like care about crypto and, and they want to see it succeed right so that's amazing thank you so much so before closing do you have anything that you would like to add that we forgot to cover or something maybe i'll just do like a little plug for our pack sale that's coming up for nifty wizards uh we're gonna do another weed pack sale and there's gonna be lots of cool features around that uh we're gonna have four different packs and so but there's only gonna be one that's for sale and the other ones you're gonna have to get by burning weed so all of the different kinds of weed that we currently have are gonna be used to blend for these so, packs. as i know there are three kind of weeds or three colors that's all what i mentioned 
managed to. So there's actually, there's four. There's okay. the original uh, OG weed, which is green. There's sour berries, which is like sort of our... I remember one was like pinkish. purplish, pinkish. One was bluish, dark bluish. And one was lime. That's what yeah, I... The lime I one the is packs. the lime one with like a, like a fluorescent outline. That's sour berries. Okay. And then there's like a purple blaze, yeah. we call it, which is kind of a purpley blue. Um, and then pink lemonade, which is like the, the really rare, like okay. high-end one, which is the pink one obviously so yeah. basically by and burning you know, those weeds you'll be able to get the other packs so you burn weed with yeah. the pack to get a higher end pack or no yeah okay so it won't be the weed in the pack that you're buying it'll be weed from the previous pack sale okay right so i'm like so i then, already have a few <laughs> nice so then you can burn so essentially it incentivizes people who participated in our previous pack sale and and it incentivizes people to go out on the secondary market and gather these older uh, templates so that they can burn them okay. and get and get these new packs right and as the rarity of the weed that you're burning goes up so does the rarity of the packs that you will receive and, and what we'll would you get inside those packs the rare ones again weeds um, or so seeds it'll be the same weeds as are in all the other packs but you'll have better chances of pulling the middle and the high grade weeds in the rarest packs okay. and plus also those packs are going to be like extremely rare so that in and of itself is all always a good reason to own them. Right? I will be so. looking for one. <laughs> <laughs> Aiming for one. <laughs> so yeah. Mike, thank you so much for accepting the invitation and for being my guest today. I well, thanks for having me. It's an honor it's when fun to it's do these. getting to know you. We'll be in touch, but maybe we'll have future uh, calls to cover up for sure. other events. Yeah, happy to come back on. Just let me know. Thank you what so you much. Cover when you want to do it, and yeah, for sure. I wish you a very great nice day. You. All right, you too, Peter. Ciao, man. Bye. Bye, bye. Thank you for listening to another episode of Crypto Untangled. Be sure to subscribe on your favorite podcasting platform so you never miss an episode. For more information, visit us at CryptonNewsLebanon.com. We'll see you soon. See you soon.